Listener's discretion is advised. the parties who are listening here tonight and yes i have returned from the grave and i just graduated last night good for me now let's begin with some lighter news yes i said lighter news uh last week they've already announced the winner of the american song contest and it was alexa from Oklahoma with her song Wonderland. Now in that same week, the winner was also announced on the Eurovision Song Contest. Well, who won the Eurovision Song Contest this year? Only the host of the late show on CBS know that one. And quite frankly, I know which country too, so... But here's the late show guy. So that's... That's terrible. Terrible news. But there's something I don't get to say a lot. There's actually good news from Eastern Europe. Because over the weekend, Ukraine won the Eurovision Song Contest. Yeah. Slava. Slava, Ukraine, which I believe means suck it, Putin. Because <laughs> Russia was banned from Eurovision. Big bummer for Russia's top rapper, Megan the Potato. The winning entry was a song from the Ukrainian band Kalush Orchestra. Let's see the winners in action. Come on. Come on. Bringing it. He's got a vibe. That is my favorite kind of, I want to say, folk rap, EDM, flute-based Hobbit rock. <laughs> I was so inspired that today, this is true, I, I, I sent some people out to buy that yard-long one-hitter the guy is working at the mic, which I now know is called, do you have this here? It's now called a Telenka. Uh... That's a hot sound. Hot sound. You got it? That's a hot sound. Lewis, play me in.
Has Russia Surrendered Yet? <laughs> the winning song is called Stefania and was written about the front man's mother. Really raising the bar for children everywhere. Those nice boys from Ukraine did a whole award-winning song about their mom in the middle of a war. You won't even reply to my emails. I sent you 10 minion memes. I haven't gotten so much as a lol. And a big congratulations to Ukraine for winning the 2022 Eurovision Song Contest. However, there's bad news around here in the States, where in North Carolina at least, where Madison Cawthorn did what Donald Trump never did. Then that is concede. Well, how the heck did that happen? Well, let's go back to the late show guy. One of the big losers last night was North Carolina Representative Madison Cawthorn, seen here... Seen here entering a list of his top Axe body spray scents into the congressional record. Mango Musk. Cawthorn had the ex-president's endorsement, but he still lost the Republican primary to North Carolina state senator and hotel concierge watching you and your wife kiss, Chuck Edwards. In addition to his role in the state Senate, uh, Edwards operates McDonald's franchises in Western North Carolina. So while Cawthorn had the ex-president's support, Edwards was endorsed by the ex-president's top advisor. <laughs> now it's kind of shocking. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here is uh, the dealio. It's kind of shocking for an incumbent MAGA-approved congressman to lose his primary, but it may have had something to do with Cawthorn angering his GOP colleagues back in March when he said this. The sexual perversion that goes on in Washington, all of a sudden you get invited to, like, well, hey, we're going to have kind of a, a, a sexual get-together at one of our homes. You should come. And I'm like, what, what, what did you just ask me to come to? Yeah. And then you realize they're asking you to come to an orgy. Some of the people that are leading on the movement to try and remove, you know, addiction in our country. And then you watch them do, you know, a key bump of cocaine right in front of you. Okay, that's an obvious lie. If members of Congress were on cocaine, they would get a lot more done. Okay. Woo! Woo! Okay, that's ten bills already passed. Tell you what, tell you what, bro. Tell you what, bro, let's file closure and keep going. Just read the budget aloud while I clean the center chamber with a toothbrush or start a band. Anyone else crazy thirsty? Road trip. Road trip. We're going to the shore. That's just the tip. I've heard. I don't know. That's what I heard. But that's just the tip of what I imagine were a good number of tips because Cawthorn has a bunch of scandals, including being accused of engaging in insider trading, charged with driving with a revoked license, and being stopped for trying to bring a gun through airport security twice. That is so stupid. Everyone knows you can't bring a gun to the airport. You have to wait till you're through security, then go to Hudson News to get a travel-sized gun. But now, Cawthorn is on his way out, which is a tough break. How, how will you deal with this defeat, Madison? A key bump of cocaine. Okay. Okay, whatever gets you through the night. And this won't be the last time we'll ever hear from Madison Cawthorn in the foreseeable future. Thanks to Donald Trump, of course. Now, let's get to some sad news. Actually, one sad news from the current host of The Late 
Late Show on CBS, James Corden. Yes, he will be leaving the show after 2023. And here is the full announcement from James Corden himself. Before we go to break, I've, I have some news of my own to share with you. Um, seven and a half years ago, I started hosting this show. And there's no other way to put it. It has changed my life. I love it. I love all the people that work here. I am so proud of what we've achieved. It's been beyond my wildest, wildest dreams. So I'm, I'm happy to announce today that I've signed a new contract to carry on hosting the Late Late Show. Well, wait, hang on. Wait, because that's... I appreciate it. <laughs> that's really only half the story on this one. Um, no, uh... The other half is, the sadder news is I've decided, um, I've decided to sign for one more year on the show and that this will be, this will be my last year hosting the Late Late Show. Don't you dare. <laughs> this will be my last year hosting the show. Um, you know, when, when, I, when, I, when I started this, when I started this journey, it was always going to be just that. It was going to be a journey. An adventure. I, I never saw it as my final destination, you know. And I, I never want this show to overstay its welcome in any way. I always want to love making it, and uh, I really think in a year from now, that'll be a good time to to move on and and see what else might be out there. Okay, but I got to tell you, we're not leaving today. We still have a year to go, and I am. We are all determined to make this the best year. We have ever had making this show. We are going to go out with a bang. There's going to be carpools and crosswalks and sketches and other surprises and and there'll be there's, there'll be tears. There'll be so many tears because um, this has been the hardest decision I've ever had to make. It really has. I've I've never taken this job for granted ever, not once. And if you, the fact that you watch us at home or you watch us online, wherever you are, all over the world, the fact that we get to try and entertain you and spend time with you is an absolute privilege for me and every single person who makes this show. Um, here's to the next 12 months. It is going to be a blast. I promise you that. We'll be right back. We're more of the Late Late Show, everybody. <laughs> Well, thank you to James Corden for all of his success and bringing all of his musical stuff and Broadway stuff to late nights, especially bringing carpool karaoke and singing some parody musicals for the Late Late Show. Now, in the sports world, there are a lot of things happening, especially that uh, game between the White Sox and the Yankees earlier tonight earlier I mean earlier today and that involves Josh Donaldson and Tim Anderson where they picked up right where they left off and I'll get you more details for tomorrow's edition of random stuff but until then after this brief ad we are gonna get to the Trump war room and see how things go especially when Elon Musk is willing to help Trump Get out of the Twitter jail.
So stay tuned. Times have been tough, but tough is what Pfizer is all about. We're proud to have developed a life-saving vaccine in record time, protecting over a hundred million Americans from COVID-19, allowing communities to come together again. And while we heal, we want to remind you, we still make boner pills. The original boner pills. The best boner pills. Trust us to vaccinate your kids. If it wasn't for our boner pills, you might not even have kids. Happy holidays from Pfizer. The boner people. Available at Walgreens. back after this brief ad folks now we go to the segment that everybody hates and some people love it is a segment once ran by the host of the late show on cbs during donald trump's european tour called why in the world is donald trump well this segment of why in the world is donald trump is well where donald trump is going back to the big spotlight. If Elon Musk pulls through buying Twitter, of course. Well, what is his plan? Well, here is the plan. Elon Musk says that if his deal to buy Twitter goes through, he will reverse the ban on our infant former President Donald Trump. Musk said banning Trump from Twitter was a morally bad decision to be clear and foolish in the extreme. Oh, good, we have the part-time DJ who makes flamethrowers and cars that fart in charge of morality now. The guy who named his kids Roman numerals will make sure they don't do anything foolish. But if Trump does go back on Twitter, he's going to need a phone, which he claims he doesn't have. Trump, as you may know, is being held in contempt right now by a judge in New York for refusing to testify or for refusing to hand over four cell phones that were subpoenaed by the state. He's being fined $10,000 a day. So far, he's been fined $150,000, which is, you know, that's silencing porn star money. That's serious money. (laughs) Trump claims he no longer has the four phones they want. They were provided to him by the Trump organization, nor does he have two flip phones he carried or a Samsung phone he brought with him to the White House. In fact, this is the only phone he has right now. uh, Trump says he authorized his attorneys to search Mar-a-Lago and to search his condo at Trump Tower in his mansion in New Jersey, and lo and behold, nothing turned up. One of his lawyers claims he even searched his nightstand looking for it, and nothing turned up, which, you know, some people might believe it's suspicious when phones all of a sudden go missing. She made 13 phones disappear, some with a hammer. 13 phones disappear, some with a hammer. 13 phones disappear, some with a hammer. The disappearance of 13 phones, some of which were hammered, boom. Has anybody, when you get rid of your phone, hammered it? 
Raise your hand. Anybody destroy your phones before with a hammer? Anybody? I've gotten rid of a lot of phones. I've never hit them with a hammer. I get rid of phones. I've never hit them with a hammer. I've gotten rid of cell phones and I throw them away. No, it's called you throw it out, right? I throw them away. I get a new one, right? You throw out your phone. You start all over again. That's just what he does with his wives, too. It's very... It's a credo more than anything. Trump says he hasn't used email, text messages, or a computer for work in more than a decade. And I actually believe that because I can't imagine him sitting at a laptop doing work. Here's how I bet Trump works. He probably has some like former strip club bouncer works for him named like Vinny St. Cleveland or Bobby Cabbage or something who stands outside his bathroom with a briefcase full of Diet Cokes while Trump shouts things like, Put an offer in to buy the Indian Ocean through the door, and then Vinny or Barbie will use a burner phone to call some Republican with an ulcer who has to explain that the Indian Ocean isn't for sale. And by the time he gets done, Trump's already asleep on the toilet. When he wakes up, it's time to climb into a golf cart and eat a pie, right? So that's how it goes. Trump was not done doing his thing as he reacted after Biden called him something, and he actually posted the picture on his Truth Social app. Here is what happened. From James Corden's uh, Late Late Show. But look, that's next month. This is right here, right now. There's things we've got to do right now. We have to. We've got to give America the news. And in a speech last night, President Biden attacked Donald Trump's economic record and actually mocked Trump with a new nickname. Are you ready for this sick burn? Biden called Trump the Great MAGA King. <laughs> what? Congratulations, Joe. You've selected the one nickname that Trump will gladly use. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I, oh, I guarantee Trump already has that monogrammed on towels. <laughs> Foolish, foolish move of Biden, trying to play the nickname game with Trump. With Trump? You can't do that. The, guy's, the guy is a terrible president, but he's in the Hall of Fame when it comes to nicknames. <laughs> right, Sleepy Joe? And Trump did post a Lord of the Rings meme. Yes, he did. He says, the return of the MAGA king on his Truth Social app. Yep, you go look it up. Just go look at his his uh, Truth Social app and you'll know what I'm talking about. If you don't have the Truth Social app, you should download it. Per se. Now, after this brief ad, we're going to listen to our ABC Fall ID song back in 1986. So, don't go anywhere. Now that vaccines have been approved for children 5 and up, it's time for parents to decide which COVID protection is best for their family. Introducing Ivermectin Jr., the first medication designed to treat young horses that can also be used on human children, maybe? Ivermectin Jr. comes in a variety of fun colors for the little colts and or humans running around your home. It tastes weird. Did I ask you how it tastes? Eat it. And don't worry, while Ivermectin Jr. may have been intended for animals, kids are technically animals too. Daddy, it says it's for worms. Yeah, gummy worms. <laughs> no, but seriously, it is for horses with intestinal worms. <laughs> Rest easy knowing your child is literally as healthy as a horse. Ivermectin Jr., not the smart choice, the right choice. 
folks now we're gonna listen to some music not just any music but it's a an like a fall campaign song back in the 1986-87 season on the network abc aka american broadcasting company where the late aretha franklin and the late leon russell sang we belong together not not the pat manager one but this it is um an original TV ID campaign song. So here it is, the TV campaign for ABC Together back in the 1986-87 season. Here's the late Aretha Franklin and the late Leon Russell.
And those were Aretha Franklin and Leon Russell with the ABC Fall ID 1986-87 season song, We Belong Together. For does 86 slogan, Together. Now, after this brief ad, we're going to wrap up this episode, so don't go anywhere. Oh boy! Ron DeSantis claims to be a conservative, but right now he's acting like a liberal bitch. He's raising taxes on a beloved Florida corporation. Say hello to $50 turkey legs. He's using big government to silence our small family business. I guess it's a socialist world after all. You didn't hear this from me. When Ron DeSantis went into the haunted mansion, this loser straight up shit himself. No joke. He got so scared from a children's ride, he made a big old dookie right in his pants. Huh? Ron DeSantis is the dumbest motherfucker I know. And I'm friends with a guy named Dopey. Ron DeSantis. Wrong for Florida. Wrong for America. Pooped his pants. I'm Mickey Mouse, and I'll cut a bitch. folks that'll do it for this edition of random stuff be sure to tune in tomorrow for some other stuff including george w bush's slip up slip up yes so good night <laughs>